Welcome back to the Poser edition of Five Songs or Less. Once again, starring Danny. Uh, Lindsay's back to introduce me to a band that I probably should have listened to like 20 years ago. Hi, Lindsay. Hey. I'm glad I can Am hear I you Am I a poser well. too? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the poser this time. Next week, you'll be the poser. Or next time, you'll oh, be the yes. poser for never having listened to Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, you spilled the beans. I thought it was going to be a good surprise, but um, I'll bleep it. I, I'm giving it a good faith effort. <laughs> good um, faith, no pun intended, right? Ah ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it. No, no. Um, so yeah, no. I I fear that in this case I may come across as a poser too because I give you a really uh, accessible playlist. I mean, but I'm, we'll we'll get back into that. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, that is like <laughs> the band is so far down the agenda today. <laughs> I know I've added something new. You have like three things. I've got we're gonna have to we're we're gonna have to shave down that list. I don't need my whole agenda this time. Okay, mine's gonna be last because it is mildly on topic. I think so too, because I was wondering. I was like, I see a, I see a very natural seg there. Okay, yeah. So let's start with fanny packs. <laughs> As every episode of Poser Edition should start with fanny packs. Now, what? How did I? I've been keeping up with episodes for a while now, which is let's let's actually like go off into a tangent into the other thing I wanted oh, okay, to discuss. Okay. How do you feel about me going to the back catalog and giving you these like minute by minute cold takes that I've been oh, <laughs> texting I'm totally, you with? Totally cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm glad that someone's listening. But it's it's what is it like to have done something a year ago <laughs> and have someone you don't actually know super well text you and go, actually, <laughs> actually, you idiot. I can't remember what the last actually I gave you was. I don't remember either. You gave me quite a few on the Deftones episode. <laughs> on the which episode? The Deftones. Oh, which is surprising because I don't. It was know more like Sacramento. About you, nothing about the band. Uh-huh. You were like telling me what it's not La Favorita anymore. It's something else. Wait, what's Sacramento? I've never heard of. Sacramento. Oh, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, uh, I'm not. I did an episode with Dante the other day, and it was so it was so refreshing to have. Uh, to have his wittiness back because I try so hard and it, it, I just end up going, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's see, that's where I'm part of the poser edition is I don't, I don't have that Dante wit either. Hey, mm-hmm. he still has not followed me on Instagram. Oh yeah. Um, this is also follow watch is that what is that what we can call this follow watch follow Follow watch 2022 (laughs) we're about to hit 2023 i know follow watch i like this okay he has no idea what's happening though because he does not listen to this podcast anyway i'm into the to the cold takes uh sometimes they're hot takes but yeah it's cool keep it up it's minute by minute though that i will give you is that i could gather my thoughts we have a a somewhat mutual friend uh named matt who uh does the same thing he will listen to an episode and and text me it's usually sometimes it's just me but it's usually when cody's on um Mm -hmm. he'll text me and cody and 
correct us on things and stuff. So you're not the only one. And I love it. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I like him. So, yeah. Okay, so we went on a couple tangents there, and I'm already lost. Back to fanny packs. Back to fanny packs. Back to dispatches from the fanny pack underground. So after the last time we talked fanny packs, I was at a pop-up that a bunch of friends were doing, and I was like, hey, have you heard of something called a belt bag? And they said, yes, but no one calls it that. So I was like, okay, I don't really know what that means. Mm-hmm. I just realized, okay, yeah, shit, I'm telling the story in the wrong order. <laughs> Which is no biggie because it's not interesting to anyone. But um, anyway, um, the we started talking fanny packs on the Slater-Kinney episode, which mm-hmm. um, my old bandmate from 20 years ago, uh, my friend Megan, a uh, wonderful lady, uh, texted me, and she texted me two pictures. She's like, this is a fanny pack. This is a belt bag. People still wear them. I've, you know, like, this is from my personal collection. Uh, <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> yeah, she wasn't, she oh, wasn't, yeah. ag- she wasn't aggro about it. She just, she knew, she knew her shit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. needed, I needed some schooling, much as you occasionally yeah, need yeah, some schooling. You, it's, um, a, it's a, a vicious cycle. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, so then the next day, it was sort of like, my friends were like, yeah, nobody calls them belt bags. And several of my friends were actually wearing fanny packs. And so then... Oh, so you actually are part of the fanny pack underground. I am fanny pack underground adjacent. Okay, okay. Um, But then I went to the uh, little arts and leisure kickoff Mm -hmm. at Phono like two weekends ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was somebody there that was wearing what my friend Megan had identified as a belt bag. And I wanted to go over and ask her what she called the thing around her waist. I didn't quite have the nerve to do it. And she left before I had the chance. And so it's very likely that among all of our mutual circle, someone knows this person and Mm -hmm. could find out for us what they call their fanny pack. Okay. But I don't. This would do. This would take a lot more sleuthing than we really have time for. <laughs> Although that, if Matt is listening, he may have some insight into yeah uh, who this person was. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a pretty uninteresting tangent. No, it was very. I'm, I I didn't know there was an actual fanny pack underground. I have no idea still what a belt bag is. I guess it's similar to a fanny pack. It's fancier. Okay. Um, it's like you could theoretically wear it to like a party, um, maybe. But I'm now getting targeted ads for fanny packs. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's worrying me a little bit. Um, yeah. Next time you Google it, you got to get the incognito browser up. It's a- Oh, I use incognito anymore. for everything. I don't... The The problem is, Danny, that I did not Google it. <laughs> They're listening. They're listening. Tim Cook is listening to you. Or maybe... <sighs> maybe. They're, it's not actually listening on your device. Maybe uh, Tim Cook actually screens every uh, podcast that comes up. Wouldn't that be cool? And then he pushes out <laughs> targeted ads. 
Yeah, well, it's through Instagram, so it would be Zuckerberg who's oh, talking okay. about this. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so agenda item number two mm-hmm. in listening to the back catalog or even the current catalog, I find you mentioning TikTok a lot. I do. And I have recently started using TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of feel like I, and by transitive property you, we, because we are the same age, and mm-hmm. someone who understands math should not come and correct me on why that's not transitive. Um, I feel like I might be too old for TikTok. Maybe. Uh, there's plenty of old people on TikTok, though. My question really is, though, how did you end up on TikTok? Uh, my wife, who is technically older than me by nine months. So, you know, there's that. She tends to, like, latch on to those types of things sooner than I do. But it got to the point where uh, she was, like, sending them to me. I think this is the the backstory. She was sending them to me and I'd had to download the app because I don't know if you can actually watch them without downloading the app. People claim you can. You can't. I mean, like, I can't say you can't yeah, yeah. take that part out. But like, I've never had success doing that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I had the app and then it, it once you start, it's hard to stop. It is. And I, I have sort of limited who I follow. And because I limit who I am following, I can't follow anyone who posts a lot because it's just too much mm-hmm. in my of one person. But um, I joined because I had a couple friends who were using it to promote their businesses. And I thought, OK, oh. like warm body here, have a number. Mm-hmm. And I found that I liked it. Yeah. And I'm a little concerned, but there's, there's cool stuff. But the sort of deeper question is, it sounds like you have a better algorithm than I do. Um, and I'm trying, trying to figure out how you got, how you, uh, found your, stumbled your way into a good algorithm. I don't know. I don't know. I stumbled. It, it really started with a lot of comedy stuff. Please forgive the phrase SJW stuff. And I used to be really excited or not excited. I used to be very like, I used to enjoy watching the videos of people getting called out for being racist Mm -hmm. and stuff and sexist and homophobic and yada, 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 because it's cool to get, it's cool to see people get taken down multiple pegs and stuff like that. Uh, but it does get exhausting. Like it's hearing that stuff come out of someone's mouth is kind of toxic toward me, even though I'm a cishet like man or whatever. It so it kind of brings would bring me down. So I tend to just flip past those. But lately, it's it's a lot of cat stuff. It's a lot of queer stuff, and it's a lot of, of a fair amount of comedy stuff too. Um, Cause you managed to get on music TikTok, and I bit. somehow somehow have avoided most of music TikTok, and I'm not quite sure how that happened. I am deep into queer TikTok, mm-hmm. which is a little surprising to me, mm-hmm. just because it's it's um, part of my life, but not something that I not something that I was 
super seeking out it, the algorithm yeah. just found me. I mean, it's it's not part of my life at all, but I'm deep into it. <laughs> I'm also on um, ADHD TikTok. And oh yeah, those come up sometimes. Those they come up. That's basically. <laughs> Queer ADHD is all I get. And the thing is, it's like, it's really validating, especially like I got my ADHD diagnosis like a year ago, because mm-hmm. I do have uh, problems with depression and other things. Yeah. And I was in a really good place and I was talking to my psychiatrist and I was like, yeah, you know, I actually feel really good, but I'm still doing this thing where like I'll look up and three hours have passed and he was like, he just gave me this look and he was like, he started running down these questions. And he was like, you need Adderall. And I was like, are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I have found is that if you do have ADHD, like this is me on Adderall. This is uh-huh. this is me with amphetamines coursing through my body, you know, like not necessarily what you would imagine. But um, yeah, so I'm on queer TikTok, ADHD t- TikTok. Okay. I really wouldn't mind being on record TikTok, but I've not cracked it so far. Uh, if, if some good ones come up, I'll send them your way um, to kind of, you know, start you down that path. It's, I haven't f- found a lot of like punk TikTok. It's the record record TikToks I follow are very pop and hip hop related, um, which I don't mind. Like I like that stuff and I like that more more and more people are into vinyl and things like that. A lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah. When, when Taylor Swift's new album came out, all of TikTok, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Oh yeah. Queer, t- queer TikTok, ADHD TikTok, <laughs> it was still all Taylor, Taylor yes, Swift. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll send some your way. And every anytime I come across a punk one, I'll send it your way too. Just, just okay, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've to nudge that needle a bit. Yeah, yeah. So now to the part we don't cut out. Uh-huh. Let's, let's get to your agenda item. Okay. I haven't watched it yet, but today or yesterday or recently, they released a teaser for that 90s show yes i went and watched it because i thought that you were making it up (laughs) no i'm not and it is an actual sequel to that 70s show did you watch that 70s show i i have probably seen most of it yeah yeah yeah, me too when when uh when i was home with han and he was very little we watched a lot of TV, and my wife did too, like when she was home with the kid, kids. And I would just, okay, I'm going to start a show and watch it all the way through. That's the first time I watched the U.S. office all the way through because I'd made it a few seasons in and then kind of fallen off. That 70s show, we watched the whole thing. So it's taking place in the 90s, which is cool because it'll maybe have things that I like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember when things looked like that because that's when I grew up. And it got me thinking about the theme song because the theme song to, I had a, like a much better like way of introducing this in my head, but it's, it's just the way it's coming out. The theme song to that 70s show is a big star song, but it's the cheap trick version. Yeah. And the singer, a big star or the songwriter is Alex Chilton, who the replacements wrote a song about and you gave me on the playlist. Yes. 
Anyway, so it got me thinking, what's the, what's the song going to be? What's the theme song going to be? Is it going to be the same kind of thing where it's kids in a car rocking out? Or is it going to be, is it going to like dive into that 90s slacker vibe? Or is it going to not even go that direction at all? Or is it going to go to like the popular hip hop and R&B of the 90s? That's a good question. I mean, I, to some degree, like when I was thinking about it, because we, I sort of made a list of possibilities. Mm-hmm. And in thinking about it, you know, I, I don't know necessarily if it's my taste, but I was thinking about that 70s show was a super white show. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one person of color is the butt of every joke. Yes, and a total so, stereotype. Yes. So I'm kind of hoping that they, you know, maybe do a better job this time around by mm-hmm. the quick glance that I got at the cast and the trailer. Maybe they will. Mm. Although if they're representing the 90s, the 90s <laughs> are still pretty <laughs> fucked, too. It's going to have great representation, but they're going to use the F slur all the time. Oh, man. So I don't know when I was trying to think of songs I was coming up with you know, the sort of alternative rock into what they started feeding us as alternative rock, which was really just mainstream rock. Sure, sure. Um, Pop rock. Pop rock. But that's not necessarily representative of that era. Mm -hmm. You know, nor was, I mean, Big Star and Cheap Trick also very, probably worked for the characters. Maybe not Big Star. I would be shocked if, yeah. If those were big star listeners. Cheap trick for sure. Show. The thing about yeah. as I was making a list too and I was like just looking at a 90s hits playlist, uh 90s alternative rock playlist. The thing about the 70s theme sort of song is it's a, it's kind of a deep cut to me anyway. Like it's a cover by Cheap Trick and I feel like Cheap Trick isn't like they're a big band but they're not like they're not a household name like Zeppelin is or some other 70s band, like rock band. So they're affordable. So they're affordable. Good point. Yeah, that's what rock's about. Um, <laughs> no, I read so something once. it's going to be a Fugazi and... song. It's only going to be five bucks. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, no, I read something once about how much Mad Men played for the 10 seconds. Oh, I, I saw of, a TikTok about that recently. Yeah, and I can't remember what the amount of $16,000 or some shit? For 10 seconds for, of a Beatles yeah. song. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it worked. It worked for the sure, show really yeah. well. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so start off your list. Okay. Like, what, what are your guesses? Um, I've got, let me see how many I have. One, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven, which is way too many. Mm-hmm. Way too many. How many do you have on your list? Nine. <laughs> but I was trying to. I'm not. I am not cutting out any of that pause. <laughs> uh, well, I because I tried to because I think you and I both went in that sort of alt rock mm-hmm, direction. Yes, absolutely. But then I tried to get slightly away from that, but I didn't veer too far at all. I um, I don't 
and maybe this is a bias or or something like that, but I don't see them going in any other direction other than what white people were listening to in the 90s. I don't want to give a spoiler to the segment, but I thought that I heard in the background like a re-recorded. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. But let's go with our okay. versions because they're better. Oh, that That's my biggest fear is it's going to be some modern pop artist that I probably like. Like it'll be Olivia Rodrigo or somebody like doing a 90s song. And I'll end up liking it and I'll, I'll eat these words, but it's going to make me mad at first. Because if they use, if they do a cover, if they do a, like a slow down, slowed down, like cover of my first pick, Hey Jealousy, I'm going to be mad. That almost made my list. It's got, it's a great song. It's a great song. It's it, got a good chorus. That's the thing. It has to have a good chorus that's sing-alongable. That's, that was a big part of it. And so that takes out my like number one like really dream track. Mm-hmm. What's it, what is your dream track? <laughs> EMF's Unbelievable. <laughs> that, was, that was on the playlist I was looking at, and I did listen to it for a little while. It's a good one. And it, it doesn't make any sense in context, but like that to me is like, that's pretty 90s. Yeah, yeah. That, that has the feel. It'll, if, if, uh, if they can, I can't remember if they put other 70s type songs in the, in the original show, but if they do put other songs in the show, like they go to a club or something, mm-hmm. it's going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good pick. My pick for, for slacker vibes if they go, if they go super slacker intro, it's going to be "Loser" by Beck. Hmm. I was looking into Beck, and I, I don't know why I veered away from Beck. I think because I hit nine. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything that has super slacker vibes. Like everything I picked is is like pretty clean, if not even just shiny. Mm-hmm. Until we get to sort of like my last pick, but um. What's another one of yours? I've already done two. You've already done two and I did one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought there would be a pretty decent chance of semi-charmed life. Also on my list. I could see it mm-hmm. happening. I mean, they used it in a Winnie the Pooh commercial or trailer, even though it's about shooting up heroin. <laughs> but I could see it happening. It's a good song. Yeah. And it would be a good intro. Well, they do name check crystal meth in the song too. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. That doesn't matter so in 2022. My, so my list is only eight, by the way. Oh, okay. What I think is a very possible choice in this universe is "You Get What You Give," the Free Radical song. Mm, yeah, I could see that. I could see that being the outro theme. Yeah. Or like, or like. A fade out on a very special episode. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Like the the season finale. And the season finale is probably going to be like in sync or something like that because it'll be the uh, 1999 New Year's. Oh, they can't get that far. Not if they want multiple seasons. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good song though. If they want to hint at the 70s, but use a 90s track. 
and I'm not going to like it, but they're going to choose Are You Going to Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. Good call. I kind of looked at Lenny Kravitz, but I didn't I didn't go down that route. I ended up with like a lot of car commercial songs. Hmm. Um, okay. What's a car commercial uh, song? Well, I know what a like, car commercial song is, but... What? Ready to Go by Republica. Ready to Go by Republica. Do I know that song? I'm sure I do. If you hear it, you do. Look it up. Okay. Look it up, please. <laughs> Republica, ready to... Oh, yeah, this looks really familiar. I don't instantly recognize it. No, it it, it builds... Try and guess what the chorus is. Oh, here we go. Oh, I know. Okay, I know that song. Yeah. It's a car commercial song. That is a car commercial song. I've also got Song 2 by Blur. Sure, sure. Yeah. A good pick. Um, I picked, I, I get, went with two Smashing Pumpkins songs that it could be. Oh, I looked at those. I wonder if they're the same ones I chose. I chose Today. Yes, that was that was on my... That was on list B. And 1979. Oh, I didn't go with that one. 1979 just came to mind because of the music video. Because the music video has those vibes of like the 70s show theme where it's kids joyriding in a car. And it would be that nudge back to the 70s. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like the chorus of today is is a shoe in. Yeah. So the rest of my list really isn't all that interesting. Okay. Neither but, is mine. Um, I only have one more and it's not even a song I really like. No. And I don't think this last... So like I'm glad we're going out on a whimper then. Um, <laughs> I also have have Dante's pick. Oh, we have a Dante pick? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll save that for you. the end. We have to, yeah. Um, see, he'll listen to that. Doesn't he want to hear people talk about... Yeah. Maybe. He um, might. <laughs> have, have we mentioned that he should follow me on Instagram? I don't think we have. No, it hasn't come up. Yeah, so uh, I don't think it really fits, but I don't know that there's a song more 90s than Wonderwall. Oof. I might shut the show off. <laughs> I do not like that band. I don't like that song. It's catchy. It's stuck in my head now. Thanks for, thanks for getting that stuck in my head. Oh, boy. But that's... Uh, they didn't, I mean, so I think that that's another band that got big when I was already, you know, mm -hmm. already shutting myself yes. off to anything and everything. Yes. So, yeah. But, um, I mean. <laughs> Oasis like, will charge them $16,000 because they think they're the Beatles. But, well, so this is the thing, though, is that we we should revisit this a little bit because... They are Beatlesy, not just in their music, but in sort of the way they're just total dipshits, <laughs> which is part of what I like about the replacements. Oh, okay, okay. And that's in my notes. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> the we'll get of power back pop. to that. Yes, the the dipshits of power. <laughs> oh, yes. So, so um, yeah. So, what's your pick, my, and then what's my last pick? Is right here, right now. That totally works. Yeah. Could totally what was work. that, 91? Oh, I don't even know. 
Let's, Let's see. check. What if it's 89? It was on a 90s playlist. Yeah, but I don't think you and I were following each other on Instagram when I railed against somebody's soul playlist for like. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, there's a Fatboy Slung song also called right here right now, apparently. Uh, Might be a remix. Yeah. 91. You were correct. Good job. All right. Yeah. We were 10 years old. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dante's pick, which is not going to happen, but he said uh, Stars by Hum. The vibe is right. Sure. Let's let's hear the chorus of that song. Just gonna... If they if they go with the slacker vibe, I feel like that could work. Yeah. I mean that's that's the th- yeah. I think it's it may be a better choice than any of our choices. Wow. Yeah. He's going to follow you now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all about the pandering. So anyway, the dipshits of power pop. <laughs> the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I I don't know why I've never listened to this band. It's it's just one of those bands that like everyone's always talked about. Oh yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. They're so good. I at one point, this is real dumb, by the way. At one point, when I worked at Dempo Records, somebody brought in a Creative Records that were obviously stolen. But we had just started buying back vinyl, and we were buying them for just. Stupid price. Like we gave people like quarters. Like it was dumb. Um, but the but the people that were selling these things took the money and I ended up with some very, very good records, including Please to Meet Me, which I do not have anymore. <laughs> but it was like these were all like really old, like original. I like I got four Ramones records that were second press, like really Lots of early, early punk stuff. Kind of regret it now in 2022, yeah. but we'll get to that album later. Well, because this is, well, this was one of the things is that I gave you this and I gave you a lot of supplemental material, but a big part of the replacements is sort of the legend and the personality. Mm-hmm. They're a very drunk band. That's what I gathered. And then it occurred to me that that might not be your thing. Oh, I, I don't. That's fine. Hmm. I'm fine with pe- people being drunk bands. I like the Murder City Devils. They were a pretty drunk band. So, you know, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good news. I don't think all of them... Well, mm. I... Uh, mm, never mind. I'll save that for later. Okay. What's your history with the band? I, w- I want to do a little preamble first. Well, they were a band that I more or less grew up with mm-hmm. um, in their mid-period. Like, Pleased to Meet Me, Tim, not so much Let It Be or anything earlier. Because um, what we talked about before, I think the first time it was on, is that I grew up around really good records. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really lucky enough to have a dad that had a really good record collection. And so... 
a lot of these songs are sort of nostalgic for me. I I I didn't really give you like a super deep cut playlist. Mm-hmm. In part because the songs that are well known are so good, yeah. Like, you know, like I can't really like, especially if you're brand new to the band. Although I do think there's at least one or two of these songs that you heard, which is why I did kind of go with some alternate cuts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a band that I grew up with. I didn't really get the whole drunk thing till later, but it's just good. It's sort of like undeniably catchy. Mm-hmm. And it was something that, again, like went out the window when I got too snooty and punk for things, which is like ridiculous. Hmm. It's the replacements. It's like the. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone. The er. Seems. Yeah. To uh, have them on their list of bands that influence them. Yeah. Unless they were like Unless super were into really. Husker Du. Yeah. Unless they're. Um, but uh, yeah. So. So, I mean, it's really just as basic as that, as, as yeah. I grew up with them. That's cool, yeah. though. I mean, I feel like if, if I had gotten into this band, it wouldn't have been until I was getting into punk, and then maybe I would have listened to the early stuff and been okay with that. Um, I can't imagine a 16, 17-year-old Danny being into um, Please to Meet Me. Well, so that was the thing is I'm going to interrupt you here mm-hmm. because when you texted me back and said, can I listen to the original Can't Hardly Wait instead of the alternate you gave mm-hmm. me? I hear there's horns. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you were fucking with me. No, I, we will get there. We will get okay. there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I won't jump ahead then. What What about their their 90s material? You didn't give me any 90s material. I, yeah. Did they, did they so, get bad like many other bands in the 90s? Well, so, I mean, Bob Stinson died. He Bob Stinson left the band shortly before he died mm-hmm. or, you know. Um, the drummer left like either in 89, 90-ish. And theoretically, from what I've read, it's that, so this is where it gets interesting, is because... Uh, it was going too far in like a Paul Westerberg solo sound. Mm. And I didn't dig that. Here's the thing. I already have a Paul Westerberg solo (laughs) playlist lined up for you of songs that I really love Uh that I would like die for. So I can't really explain why, but I think some of it is just that nostalgia and that predisposition predisposition i have for you know like i i like their older stuff better it's it's um but no i mean so so yeah i mean so um well that is actually one of the things i brought up is the last track i gave you changed a couple times Mm -hmm. but the first three songs i gave you had to be on this playlist can't hardly wait probably could have gone um like completely But I, that's another one of those like notes you don't play things where I was like, I have to give you the song that's referencing the other song that we're not listening to. (laughs) But yeah, the the first three are so important to me that we just kind of ran out of decade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, They have a pretty big catalog. And you also skipped some other 80s albums too, so. Yeah. Um, But anyway, that is fine. Uh, shall we 
go all the way back to our year of birth. I don't know why this keeps coming up this episode. 1981. I'm in trouble. Here's how this playlist goes for me. It's a, it's a, uh, it's this shape. Bloop, bloop. Like it starts down here where it's good. And then it gets real fucking good by the middle. And then it goes back to being good. Mm-hmm. So none of this I don't like. I'm, I'm, st- I'm, I'm such an asshole starting this negative. I like it. But I liked it more when they stopped drinking. I don't know that they did that any time in <laughs> that this interview you playlist. sent me from 120 the, minutes, where they said that they liked the new guy because he provided their drugs. <laughs> well, uh, the the interviewer. Oh the, yeah, Paul Westerberg did say he that, said he stopped that, drinking, that which I'm mad drinking. that it wasn't Matt Penfield. Um, oh no, doing the <laughs> about this song. There's one thing that happens multiple times in the song that I don't like. But I'll talk about that in a little bit. This song makes me think of a band from a movie. Like the like like you're watching a a movie like and there's a talent show and there's this band that everyone's doubting or whatever and then they get up there and this and, and they're actually really good. Like I just kept picturing that the whole time like um or like uh the fucking my so-called life episode when uh they're doing the band and Raylene can't can't sing and uh, she gets too nervous and then Jordan Catalano comes up. Uh, Paul Westerberg is Jordan Catalano in this in this uh, analogy. So they did I Want to Be Sedated, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they played that. Yeah. And this, it's, this song starts out totally Ramones-y. I feel like it's, yeah. it's got Ramones vibes to it. But yeah, it, it it's like that. See, because my note for it just is perfect song. <laughs> That's my only note. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's get through this one since I'm gonna just gonna get make through. you mad. Get through. <laughs> Thirty-five seconds. Uh, I said I'm I'm glad they stopped sounding like this eventually. <laughs> oh no! I can't waste my time. The trash. Not this time. It's too rock and roll. You cut it off like. The next part is the best part. I know. I know. That's my next timestamp. I had to cut it off before my next timestamp because I had to talk about how it's too rock and roll. You don't think it's like... Okay. I don't think it's like what? I don't know. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, the, The first time I gave Dante a um, band, or I guess it was a musician at, the, at this episode that he didn't like. I had a really hard time with it. Like I, I was like kind of taking it personally a little bit. <laughs> and it well, was, it was still early in our pod relationship. And yeah. his, his sense of humor is such that like sometimes it, it, if you don't know his sense of humor and know him really well, you're like, wait, is he being serious right now? Oh, well, no. Yeah, I. So I have been worried this whole 
week-ish mm-hmm. that you weren't going to like this playlist. So for me to start out on like a point that you're kind of like, It only eh? gets better from like, here. Exactly. So let's... let's okay. Let's, so uh, including this next timestamp, which sounds like the Buzzcocks. Really fucking solid chorus. Reminds me of of many old like seventies punk bands, but Buzzcocks really stood out to me. Um, it's fucking great. Like if the whole song had this same like pop sensibility to it, which they eventually get to um, in other songs in their career. I guess I I just uh, I just have a hard time with garagey things. It sounds very garagey, and I think that's one a, a genre of music that I've never really wrapped my brain around. I can give you many playlists. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. I mean, I in all honesty, so I know quite a bit around, about that music. I've spent a lot of time around that music, but I burned out on it too, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was only by going several years without it that I sort of came back around to appreciate it. Yeah. And then there's like a second part to the chorus at the end here. And then it like uh, has a cool transition. Very cool, great continuation of the chorus. And I like the little kind of like transition at the end. They do that on quite a few songs. I have a couple other similar timestamps. But then it has that solo. Boy, did they get better at doing solos. <laughs> it's it's too rock and roll for, for my little ears. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, yeah. But I, you know, okay. You know what it is, Danny? Hmm. This song is sloppy. Hey, it is pretty sloppy, actually, because they were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, as 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 sort of the um, you are a fan of the sloppy. I I am a fan of the sloppy sometimes. But not this. Time. Not this time. Not not in the garage. If you're in the garage, you need to be tight. <laughs> Don't want to have to sweep up. Exactly. exactly. You can sawdust and oil all over the place. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the are you? Is it okay if we move on to the next song? <laughs> I think we better. <laughs> the next song is about uh, a band from Sacramento. It's called Bastards of Young. of young what sacramento i don't know i still haven't come up with a a witty line for that no i could come up with something better too or i could just acknowledge that i live in this city uh i Um, I have nothing but nice things to say about the two people i know in that man so so that's good yeah yeah i um 
I have not seen them, I don't believe. They, I've seen them once, surprisingly only once. They're one of those bands that used to be like, oh, there's a punk band coming through town. I bet Bastards Young is going to open. Well, that's the thing is maybe I have seen mm-hmm. them. But um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a, a good background in them. Yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about them. This isn't five songs of or less of Bastards of Young. This is where they stole their name from. Uh, I've heard this one before. I thought you might, yeah. But it's it's like I heard it when I first put was playing the playlist. I was like, oh yeah, I know this song. Why do I know this song? <laughs> kind of kind of thing. The only thing I could think of, like I was looking around on Wikipedia and stuff, it was used in the movie Adventureland, and I saw that once. Yes. I believe it opens. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. how I know it. Or I don't know, but this song's really good. I have a lot of things to say about this song, actually. Yeah, me too. I have more to say about this song. Okay. But go ahead. Here's here's my first thing. 58 seconds. Clean your baby wounds. Dicep baby wounds. Elvis in the crowd. No way now here tonight. Something that you schooled me on a long time ago was <laughs> fest bands. Did I? Yeah, you well, you about fest, not necessarily fest bands, but okay. I was talking about fest bands. I believe on the Spanish love songs episode, this band, like we've talked about before, <clears throat> very influential in the in the punk world, the power pop world. There are so many fest bands that are just aping the shit so hard that I really don't like. Red City Radio is a big one that comes to mind. Fucking uh, oh. Brian Fallon's band, Gaslight Anthem. Oops. Like bands like that. Oh boy, I really don't like that shit. But when it comes to that side of things, there are a few bands that I like that take influence from this and are that kind of sound, like Reviber or um, Ladderman or Iron Cheek or other bands that all share members. Um, And it's not often that... I will go listen to an influence of other bands and be like, oh, I I like the influence better. But boy, do I like this a lot more than any of the bands that I don't like. All that said, throughout this entire playlist, all I hear is Blake Schwarzenbach. Like, <laughs> that dude just wishes he was Paul Westerberg. Like, it sounds like early Jawbreaker, not so much Dear You, it sounds like Jester Brazil. It's it sounds like Forgetters or whatever later bands. There's so much of that. I can hear a lot of Get Up Kids in this too, which I. Oh yeah, you liked the earlier Get Up Kids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which I actually have heard, uh, not the original, but I've heard uh, Beer for Breakfast because Get Up Kids cover that song. Mm. But like the way he sings, the way Paul Westerberg sings. I can just hear little things that Matt Pryor from Get Up Kids like picked up, took influence from. And I really like that. It's really cool to hear. And it makes it even cooler that I like it. Yeah. Because there's, there's so many times where I've gone and listened to, or even fucking Paul Westerberg. Like in 2002, Vagrant Records put out a Grandpa Boy, Paul Westerberg yes. thing. And you know, talked it up like, oh, this guy has replacements. Great, 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 great. I listened to it and I was like, oh, 
I don't like this. Okay. I've got to edit that, Paul. No, no, no. Please don't. I haven't listened to it since (laughs) 2002 on fucking real audio player or some shit. Like, don't edit it. I was fucking 20 some years old or whatever, however old I was back then. But like there's so many times where I've gone back and listened to an, uh, a band that influenced a band that I like. And I'm just like, I'd rather listen. This happens a lot with metal. Like I'll go back and listen to Sabbath and be like, yeah, that's fine. I'd rather listen to Elder or like whatever band that I'm listening to that, that they took influence from. Anyway, long tangent. The song's good. Yeah. So I feel like it is the most replacements replacementsy yeah. Replacements. I like <laughs> replacements. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> I have this it, ant farm, it, but it's all my ants that I need to replace me ants. But yeah, I, I think it is like the most representative song that I could choose, which is why it's there. I mean, it's an, an amazing song, mm-hmm. so it's an obvious choice, but we have these obvious choices for obvious reasons. But, um, you know, it's rough, but it's still super poppy. Mm-hmm. It's got the wonderful self-deprecating lyrics, um, slightly sloppy. And I'm totally into it. And, uh, you know, the lyrics are just... If you're a certain type of person at a certain type of place in your life, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I totally get that. I read a lot about it being a Gen X anthem, and I definitely see that. So this is actually a good question that I've been meaning to ask mm-hmm. you. What generation do you consider yourself? I identify much more with millennials. I think I do, too. Yeah. But they don't want us. <laughs> They don't want us. They don't they don't want to hear about dial-up internet or landlines. Do you remember when you had to pay by the hour for AOL? I never did AOL. We didn't we never had AOL. Okay. Well, it was yeah, yes, so it I was it was like developed it was developed in Virginia, so it was a thing. Yeah. The, yeah, they don't want to hear about any of that stuff. But I do tend to identify more with their politics and things like that but yeah. i know a lot of really awesome gen x people as well no yeah that there are some of the young that are good mm-hmm. um i like the youth yes <laughs> <laughs> so do you have time stamps? i do have more time stamps uh I picked the second chorus because it is the louder version of the chorus the first one is a little more stripped down so let's hear that. It's a solid chorus. I'm never gonna not be able to... He says, wait on the sons of no one. It, it, it's we are the sons of no one. Like, I'm not gonna be able to not hear that. Yeah, I are we can we verify that it's I mean it's truly not that? Uh let's uh let's see. Let's try genius. This one also says wait on the sons of no one, bastards of young. Okay. Well, oh, here we go. Contrary to popular belief, these lyrics have been confirmed by Paul Westerberg to be wait on the sons of no one, 
while people generally unknowingly sing, We Are the Sons of No One. He told Spin in 2010, uh, it took years for someone to pick up on the fact that the chorus is wait on the sons of no one, not we are the sons of no one. I didn't even know that. I wrote it and forgot it. A writer named Bob Mare had to point that out to me. Uh, I actually took it from a chapter in the Bible. Hmm. hmm. There's more to the, the like quotes yeah. the verse, but I don't really want to read that. So the Bob Mare book on the replacements is really, really good. Hmm. And... Um, I meant to, I literally sold it to beers two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I was, or or like two weeks before we agreed to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I really would have liked it. Just as after we did the Sleater Kinney podcast, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to listen to The Woods again. And I sold The Woods back to Phono Select two <laughs> weeks before, because I was like, oh, this is a good album, but I don't really see myself pulling it out and playing wow. it. Wow. So... The moral of the story is never get rid never of anything. Never sell anything. I, I, for any reason. I sold my replacements record. Well, and it, so we've talked about this, though, is that I own a ton of records that I don't listen to that aren't good. But as soon as I get rid of them, I'm going to want to listen to them. As soon as you get them. rid of them, you're going to regret it. Somebody's going to tell me, like, oh, yeah, that dude was the bass player in that mm-hmm. other band. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, cool Transition and Solo is next at 140. I'll play a little bit more in a second, but um really good transition much much better solo like it it fits the song really well i feel like the rock and roll solo even though the verses on i'm in trouble had kind of a rock and roll vibe to them i don't feel like this the little leads and solos that they did on that song really fit that well um yeah but this one fits the vibe much more i feel like something more simple would have worked in i'm in trouble as well but it's very cool. And then I like that it, it, the little flourishes and noodles like continue into the next verse, like behind everything yeah. is very cool. So I'll play a little bit of that. I'm thinking of a different song. Mm. Anyway, yeah, those are the, some of the, I, I think this song has amazing lyrics, too. And I think it's just like, I don't know. I shouldn't be 40 and still, like, listening to, like, the angry kid songs and going, like, fuck yeah, parents, dude, fuck yeah. Dude. But, um, but man. It's me. It's me. Like, I'm yeah. I'm always, I'm going to be 60 years old and still be 16 at heart. Like, still be able to put on, like... I don't know, the first Propagandy album, even though I don't really like that one that much, but it's very immature. But The the first album or the clean everything. T- half clean everything? Yeah. That's, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's, I wondered if you were talking about like the 10 inch with Ice Spy. No, which no. Is, that's even worse. No, the Ice Spy side of that. Uh, yes, yes, but no, the Ice Spy side, side of that record though, I will say is like, 
the propaganda propaganda side <laughs> is is fine, but the I Spy side of that, top ten yeah. from my childhood for okay, sure. Okay. But um, yeah. Okay, we I we got off track because we hold on. How do hold we think on. everything's good? So you you said before you only really listen to like the the earlier propaganda stuff, propaganda. Yeah. Have yeah, you not propaganda. listened to later stuff? No. I mean, like, um, after, like, yeah, I kind of dropped off after Let's Talk More okay, Rock. Okay. Man, I already did a propaganda episode, but I'm... Well, so this was the other thing that I wanted to discuss is that I am jumping cue because I know one of your other guests did want to give you a, a replacements playlist. Uh, snooze, you lose, Nate. But he, he also mentioned giving you a Paul Westerberg playlist, which I've already got one in queue for you uh-huh. but he should probably have well, one i have but maybe uh, if technically three playlists from him right now well if you ever like if you want like dueling westerberg playlists like <laughs> just, that is a possibility just two people yelling at me about how good paul westerberg is that's my dream yeah <laughs> yeah to like okay, not okay. be alone I'll in my opinions 100 percent. yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'll can I'll consider giving you a later years propaganda episode. I I would be into it, yeah. <laughs> well, cuz you were when I when I was shitting on um uh Jimmy World, uh-huh. you made some threats. And you would be mm-hmm. you would be doing some retread if you gave me a Jimmy World. Um Okay. You know, so I still don't understand how you don't you, how you don't like braid yeah, I just don't. I tried. I'm wearing my braid shirt right now. See, see, yeah, like what you're you're coming at me. Like, what is this? <laughs> this is like you're like, yeah, the replacements are fine. I like braid. Let's braid fight. Is, is is real good, and the replacements are real good, except for that first song. <laughs> see if you can help me out on this one. This is my last okay. time stamp on this song. What seven seconds song ends the exact same way? I don't know if that's a band you really listen to. So I can't answer that for you. Okay. I can't. Okay. Um, and I, I can't tell you why. That's another band that I've just never gone into, which... Um, it's a good thing I've never heard of Sacramento because I would be in some trouble. But growing up where I grew up, unnamed city. Elk, I'll say Elk Grove. Can I say Elk Grove? Oh yeah, I've heard of Elk Grove. <laughs> uh, I, I I like some Seven Seconds. I I haven't spent time with their entire catalog, but I listened to a lot today because I was trying to figure out what Seven Seconds song ends the same way <laughs> with a very like. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, messy part at the end. No, I can't help you with that. Seven seconds playlist. In fact, we have a a friend that I've talked to you about who I've been trying to get on the show. Mm -hmm. He says he only wants to do something he can talk positively about. But um, this unnamed friend, Mm -hmm. uh, you want to bleep Dal's name? I won't bleep his name. Bleep Dal's name. Bleep Dal's name because he didn't promise to be on the podcast yet. So, Dal, um, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about seven seconds, 
I don't know if he wants to talk about seven seconds, but I have decided that when and if I'm able to get him on your show, mm-hmm. he needs to talk youth crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, there's plenty of straight edge bands that I have not listened to because I've only listened to Minor Threat. Yeah. See, and that's the thing is like all of that just seemed so testosterone-y to me that I just avoided it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a ton of like that scene that I recall being like having a high female population. Yeah. Or positive towards women whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But uh, it would be hilarious, though, if it was mm-hmm. a seven second song referenced in a re- replacement song or like... <laughs> um, uh. The, I, I mean, the replacements would be the anti-seven seconds, I would say. Probably. If it was a seven-second song, it would have come out either before or around the same time. Because I'm familiar with really three seven-seconds albums, two 80s albums, and then the album that came out when I was a teenager growing up in Elk Grove, California. Yeah, no, I, I can't place that for you, unfortunately, but I do love this song this is like one of those songs when it comes on i can't turn it off i like this song a lot as well but you know what song i like even more let's do it alex motherfucking chilton This song is when the playlist really came together for me. Song four. Good. Song. It's song three. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> it's so fucking poppy and catchy and great. I absolutely love it. It's, it's still got a hint of punk edge to it, even though a lot of that is left behind. I feel like there's still hints of sloppiness a little bit, but it's it's so much more polished. And it's just got such a a banger of a chorus. Yeah, and I this is this is a song I associate most with my youth as far as listening to the replacements. Mm-hmm. And um I can't imagine anybody not liking this song. Yeah. This is a song and maybe an album that I'm going to listen to and I don't know what year it was that I bought and sold the album because I'm pretty sure it was in the same year but I I really hate myself for not actually listening to the record just buying it because it was oh it's replacements people like them I better buy this before somebody else does yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, and I didn't even sell it for like on discogs or something I just sold it back to Dimple so I could buy another record (laughs) (laughs) anyway this song fucking rules so hard. So, I, so good. Uh, Alex Chilton, singer of Big Star, the band I know one and a half songs from. I could give you a playlist. I, I wouldn't be the best person to give you a playlist, but I could give you a playlist. 13 is is uh, my, Amanda and I's first dance song. Oh, the, the Big Star version or the Elliott Smith version? The Big Star version. Okay. 
I absolutely love that song and every version, like so many people have covered that song, but it's always so well done. And then of course the theme song to that 70s show. I've never listened to any of their other stuff. But you have probably heard Alex Chilton because he was in the box tops in the 60s. Oh, I didn't Uh, know that. Yeah. Uh, The the song, The Letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to sing it. Why not? But because I... Cause, <laughs> just cause. Your dogs but, um, will start howling. Lonely days are gone. My baby. Uh, lonely days are gone. Something, something. My baby just wrote me a letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm talking about. I know, I know you? what you're talking about. Okay, you're just trying to get me. To say, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But anyway, I I think it's cool that he wrote a song about a musician that he likes a lot. Yeah, and I think, well, let's wait till we get to your timestamp, because if, if you don't have this one particular part timestamped, I'm going to okay. be shocked. I have no lyric part timestamped. Oh, okay, well. we'll find the out. intro rules. I'm not going to actually play it, because everyone's already heard it. Intro fucking rules. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, 41 seconds is my, it's like the pre-chorus into the chorus. Yeah. Cutting it off, right? You skipped the, it, yeah, right before where I wanted to talk about, but go for it. I, just, I, I love the drive to it. It, it yeah. has a destination, you know, and it is the chorus. <laughs> it's the most power pop song so far. Like, I feel like before they were still so deep into the punk kind of thing. And I just, I love it so much. Like, this, is, this song is so fucking good. Uh, I'm just going to play the chorus now. Yeah, so you remember when we did the Chisel episode and mm-hmm. we were talking about your star is killing me and like your feelings oh, yeah. about that, like sort of the singer speaking to this like musician that he just sort of like yeah, loved yeah, yeah. and admired. Yeah, so I, if I'm remembering correctly, that's part of this story. And I don't know if it was Alex Chilton specifically, but if I'm remembering the story right, it was sort of about... Paul Westerberg being starstruck and mm-hmm. like meeting somebody and going like, I-, I love the song. And then just like not being able to like pull what he wanted to say when he had <laughs> yeah. the opportunity to say it. I hope I have that story right. But um, yeah, like that's just such a beautiful part of the song. Mm-hmm. And it's got these sort of like, the whole song is sort of all these beautiful what ifs, these sort of like weird poetic, you know, little punky fantasies like <laughs> you know I, I just i love it is is that how you felt when you met paul westerberg i met tommy stinson oh is that tom oh it was a cropped photo okay and i don't actually know what these <laughs> people look like okay so that was at phono select mm-hmm. uh and let's let's tell this story so this is the one reason that i don't feel guilty about stealing the playlist from Nate is because I don't think Nate has a good Tommy Stinson story. Though I oh. could be wrong. Um, so Tommy Stinson came around and he did an in-store at Phono Select. Hmm. Um, and it was when I uh, was basically 
like treating Phonoselect like a second home, which I still do a little bit. <laughs> I was there this weekend and I just like I, I did ask, but I just walked behind the counter for a water like um, uh, I take liberties there. <laughs> but but yeah, so he got me in there as an employee like the the booker or whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, the tour person was like, how many people do you have on staff? And he was like, nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have uh, never seen nine different people working at Phonosilla. No. <laughs> but but the, I mean, there, there are a few of us. Like, it's been a long time since I've gone into price anything. Um, but yeah, so I was there and I was technically working a lot there during mm -hmm. that period. And so I was there and I hung up behind the counter in part because like it really helped my social anxiety and in part because it lent to the story that I was working there. Right. Mm -hmm. But so the end of the so you saw that picture. The picture I gave you is um, you do have permission to share that picture when you do the Instagram post okay. for this. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, because the replacements were such a huge part of my childhood, mm -hmm. I wanted to take a picture with Tommy Stinson to show my dad. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, and I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Do you mind? Can we like take a selfie? And so I'm like in the middle of trying to take it. And he's like, no, 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 let me do this. I do this all the time. Let me do this for you. And so now I have this like tilted, not quite blurry <laughs> picture of like a very sloppy drunk Tommy Stinson like kissing me on the cheek <laughs> in this way in which I was like I can never show this to my father what this is not what a father wants to see his daughter <laughs> you know like this is not a father's dream for his daughter um <laughs> he wanted like a nice two people standing next to each yeah, other yeah, like yeah. <laughs> but um the wave will really translate well for the podcast but um but so the show ends and he asks me to work merch, which I'm a woman. So, of course, I'm asked to work more, mm -hmm. work merch. You know, that's that's what women it's are on your there birth certificate, for. I believe. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so uh, I do. I work merch for him. It's it, not very long at all. It's easy to do. And he tips me out a hundred bucks. Whoa. I don't know how much he made that night. I believe he does not know did not know how much money he gave me <laughs> he was very 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 drunk by that point wow <laughs> but so at that time i was still uh drinking pretty regularly and so basically for the rest of the week i bought drinks for my friends on tommy stinson's hundred bucks because if tommy stinson gives you a hundred dollars what else do you do with it other than buy booze sure sure so um Yes. Yes, that is that is my Tommy Stinson story. That is very cool. Does he have like solo stuff that he He does. He has oh, okay. so he was he was there he's part of sort of a duo with I believe his ex-wife's uncle <laughs> where they played like Hell country yeah. songs. Yeah. But he's also in a band called Bash and Pop. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm surprised this has not come up yet. Mhm. Mm you don't know this. This hasn't come up yet. Well, I guess if I guess if the the re the replacements have not been in your sphere, then maybe this wouldn't register for you. Oh. Uh, Tommy Stinson at one point played bass for uh, uh, Guns N' Roses. Oh, interesting. A poor guy. 
Yeah, I, interesting is the word for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like how, how that happened. I I still wonder how that happened. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's exciting. You should send the picture to your dad. No. 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 Does he know no. that you met him? I can't remember at this point. Hmm. Um. Because then, like, I don't, because I can't tell my dad that whole story. I can't tell my dad. <laughs> dad, Tommy Stenson gave me a hundred bucks and I got fucked up. I didn't, well, maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, so we got kind of off track now. We did. By talking um, to Tommy Stenson there. I, a bit of a, where do I want to go? Uh, 150. Listen to another cool solo. This is the one where the solo like continues to noodle for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's a great solo. I like that it's very simple and then starts to kind of get complicated. I also like the ooh right at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good ad. And the it, it ends really well, too. Yeah. It's yeah. got like this rocking end. We still got it. Everyone, we we still know how to play power chords. Uh, it's such a good song. It's so good. Yeah, I love it. Good pick. Yeah, thank you. And it's 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 pure like nostalgia for me. Like this song played in my house. Yeah, that's rad. That's very cool. Yeah. Good job, Dad. Yeah, my dad did do a good job there. And another song that may have been played in your house frequently, but probably not this version. <laughs> probably the better version got played in your house. Oh, no. Can't hardly wait. Alternate take. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, they're both equally good songs. I just, I love the horns. So I have to think that you were familiar with Can't Hardly Wait before this playlist. I've never seen it, but I'm familiar with the movie. Okay. Well, the song was in the movie, right? I haven't Uh, seen the movie. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe? We're going to say yes. We'll say yes. Sure. But it was the alternate take, unfortunately. So this version, though, the alternate version, I like the lyrics better. Water and hole, fucking water and tower. Oh, yeah. The the lyrics are totally different. Oh, I only listened to the the album version once today. Okay. Yeah. The other one, uh, the one other one feels like very sort of like romantic. And the alternate take version sort of feels like a um, 
road song, like when you've been touring too long, you're mm. just fucking tired and worn out. But, you know, all that extra crap on the version that you like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Makes is it what, better? Mm-hmm. No, is what ruins the song for me. Oh. So which is why I give the, the alternate version, because if we're talking about still liking that little punky piece of it in there, mm-hmm. I feel like this has it and that like over ornamentalized version. They really like, they're like, oh, that's a good demo version. We're going to ring out anything punk. And then we're yeah, going exactly. to dip this towel into the organ and horns and stuff over here exactly yeah i love it it sounds so cool i'll play i'm gonna play one timestamp from the album version okay you play however much you want from the album version as long as we discuss how much better my version uh i i honestly did not pay too much attention to the uh lyrics okay i mostly paid attention on bastards of young i think that one has great lyrics like we talked about and Alex Chilton as well Mm -hmm. because I wanted to just be able to sing along I really like the little intro lead it reminds me of like kinks or something I don't know Hmm. I don't know if kinks is is the right pick but it reminds me of something in that vein then here's the most Blake Schwarzenbach thing the way he says Tala! yeah yeah your version doesn't have that that's the no that's he, the good... he's he put on a suit for my version yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's what i that's what i love that water and hole fucking water and tower that like makes the whole song for me uh, okay okay is that what he says water and hole fucking water and tower <laughs> fucking water and t- fucking water tower all right i wonder if these are the uh, the uh, the other lyrics I'll write you a letter tomorrow. Tonight, I can't hold a pen. Someone's got a stamp that I can't that I can borrow. I promise, promise not, not to, to blow, blow the, the address, address again. again. Yeah, I don't see any fucking water towers. No. It's like the lyrics are very different. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have horns, though. Like, it just it just feels like somebody took John lyrics and turned them into Paul lyrics. Oh, oh, okay. We're going to the uh, the original dipshits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dipshits of rock. That uh, could be like a side podcast. Yeah. <laughs> dipshits of rock. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into that, actually. Uh, we're going to compare pauses here. That's what we'll do. Okay. Here's the alternate take. Pretty solid. Pretty damn mm-hmm. good. Okay. The exact same timestamp, 123. It's like it's the same song. 120. Here we go. It's too bad you don't like this band. Yeah. That I no. gave you. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. The, I, I can, I can, I could argue both versions. 
they're both good for what they are. That's diplomatic of you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> because they're both good. It's not like, oh, I've got as uh, the original version of I'm in trouble and a version with uh, solos that actually work in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was we're not talking about that. We're talking about like the rough original version of the song, which is good, and then the polished and maybe over overproduced version of the song that is just as good in my opinion. Yeah, I just I just don't need all that extra. I mean, overproduced is the word for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you into ska? That's a complicated question. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is your relationship to Skank and Pickle? I don't have a relationship with Skank and Pickle. I do um I do still have a ska seven inch from a ska band in Huntsville, <laughs> Alabama. I like Citizen Fish. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, mainly because they're vegetarians, like pretty militantly. But um, man, we could be here a while. <laughs> okay, you have a complicated relationship with ska. Yeah. And you've yeah. never listened to Skank and Pickle. Right. Okay, okay. Boy, do I love ska. Anyway, this song is great. Both songs have pluses and very few to no minuses. Both versions of the song, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think the minus is the horns. But. Um, sure, sure. What do you like about the horns? They sound amazing. Like they're well recorded? Yeah, and they work really well in the song. But, no, I mean, they're well recorded. I don't think they were. I don't, I, I don't know. I think we're not going to agree on that one. And then things get rough again at the end here. Okay. With these temptation eyes. <laughs> Outtake. Um, is is this a song that there's a non-outtake version? I, I briefly looked but didn't find one. No, I mean, I think the gist is it didn't make the... It, it wasn't okay. on the album. But, uh, I mean, this was more like a, a history note. So I can tell you about this. Um, I didn't necessarily expect for you to like this song. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you replaced it? With with so, but Temptation Eyes and the Another Girl Another Planet, both those songs I gave you were covers, and oh, it was important this is a cover? for me. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, Temptation Eyes is like a very famous like '60s song. Oh, and um, so the the deal is that like one of the things that the replacements are known for is their live shows and their covers, and so like part of the supplementary material I gave you was them playing a cover. Um, I believe, maybe not. Um, no. Can't remember. At this you gave point. me a Paul Westerberg playing uh, Alex Chilton. Yeah. So oh, with the with the shirts on. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was that was actually the replacements, possibly at Riot Fest. Maybe not. Oh. Okay. Um, no, I think it was 2017. It was because he did this whole weird message thing on his shirt, 
that basically like they play their tours and he spelled this weird message out on his shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, um, I think I, I hope I wrote it down or maybe I meant to write it down. I didn't. But um, I know that song. Yeah. So, um, but so a big part of what the replacements were known for were their live shows mm-hmm. and doing covers. But a bigger part of what the remo- uh, the replacements are known for is being really junk- drunk and their shows either being amazing or terrible. <laughs> yeah. They did a lot of covers. They did a lot of like playing part of a cover and then wandering off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, bootleg replacements, I believe it's an album of a live show. It's called It Ain't Over Till the Fat Roadie Sings. <laughs> because I don't know if it's this specific show or it's just referencing a specific show or that I believe it may have even happened more than once. They would wander off and the repo- the roadies would replace the replacements <laughs> and eventually it would just be all the roadies playing. <laughs> So, so so this was more to sort of um I maybe I should have specified that it was a cover but I thought it was like um that that was sort of like an oldies radio staple when I was growing up okay. so I thought it might but um but so I it, wanted to it put sounds in, very different yes and that's sort of the point is that they so it, it the other option of, of giving you a cover was there is a cover of black diamond <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, there, but but it was important to me to give you a replacements cover because it mm-hmm. is just so big a part of their legend and um, all their weird drunkenness yeah, and yeah, just yeah. kind of quirky oddness. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes a little more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I should have given you the context. I think. no, that's okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I have two timestamps on this one. It's 15 seconds. Uh, I guess people have already heard this, but we're going to listen to it again, everybody. Kind of similar, I guess, to the pre-course of Alex Shilton, but it's got like the real like drive or push to it or urgency, I think is the word I wrote down. Um, yeah. And I liked that. I'm Honestly, that this effect that this is a cover actually makes me kind of like it more because it sounds exactly, so yeah. different. I should have given you the context on that, but it, it was really like the covers and the weirdness of the way they play and mm-hmm. just wander off is why either why people love them or why people hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I wanted to wait to give you the context on that, but um, it sounds like that was a wrong choice. No, I, I, no, it's good because it's it's like something that I don't know. You kind of do, you, you like it's okay, but then you find out something about it, and it's like, oh, now it all makes sense. Now I get it. So I don't know. I kind of it's I like that. Yeah, I I don't think I gave you the link, but they were famous for having been banned from Saturday Night Live. I tried to find uh, 
them doing because they play Bastards of Young and he swears or something, right? Yeah, but you don't see it. They well, I mean, they say the mic picked it up, and I'm sure they bleeped it out. I found it digging through on like a message board. Oh, okay. I was um, just seeing it on YouTube. No, I mean anything anything marked SNL gets pulled from YouTube mm-hmm. immediately. But um, I might send you that. But the okay. thing is, it's supposed to be this legendary thing where like the first song is good and then they got blasted and then the second yeah, song yeah, is yeah. terrible. Second song's not terrible. It's like really <laughs> fun and they did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. But I have heard live replacements recordings where they're not great um, and they don't live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like every band plays like a bad show. Sure. But like... Apparently, it was just like so up and down what you would expect from. And I mean, like, you know, we've talked about our ages a lot. We we, <laughs> we won't we're, shut up. We're, yeah, we're we're 41 and we want everyone to know. <laughs> but, you know, you and I were too young to have really seen the replacements. Mm-hmm. So until they came back for those couple of times um, when they did that tour, which I didn't see, you know, I no way of really knowing like what the sort of truth was to that Mm -hmm. the thing but i mean like from what i've seen they do like a great live show even drunk on saturday night live even drunk i'm gonna send you that link okay yeah it's good yeah i'd like to see it yes they do a good solo on this one i don't know if it's it's like the original solo if there is one but i'm into it and it's got a another cool transition they're really good at that does that kind of a lot too where he'll do like a kind of a growly yelly sound into the verse or the chorus or whatever um he did that on that that one live video that you sent of alex chilton which was cool now it makes what it just makes so much more sense that because i was listening to that solo earlier today and like man this just sounds like a classic rock solo like what is going on that's exactly what but it that's is. exactly what it is <laughs> Yeah. And so, yeah. So the original cover that I sent you was them doing Another Girl, Another Planet, mm-hmm. which is great, too. Um, I mean, they just do a lot of really good covers. That's and cool. You know, like I hate to use the phrase like make it their own. But, you know, yeah, it's just it's yeah. That's what you got to do to do to do a good cover. Unless you're playing a wedding. Sure. Sure. Let's just. Put that out there. Yeah, yeah. Asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have a band at your wedding or did no, you have a DJ? No, we just had some music music playing. It would have been cool, but too much to deal with. We, yeah, our wedding, it's, it's our wedding was too. very low key. Yeah, I was married and I had a big wedding. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a DJ and I like didn't really need one because I had a very specific song, a list of songs that needed to be played in a specific order. <laughs> you just... He threw it like I met with a DJ and he's like, oh, these are fantastic. You have really great taste in music. This is awesome. And there are a couple things where he's like, you can't really dance to this. So I'm going to take it off the list. And I was like, no, you're going to leave it on the list. I really wanted Ramones doing California Sun. Yeah. What? Um, Why not? Yeah. That's a fun wedding song yeah. to me. But um, but on the day of, you know, when you're busy, the the uh, 
DJ will do what he wants to do because DJs do what DJs he knows do. you. He knows you won't have time to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, we just had an iPod on shuffle. I think that's a better way to do things. We had, I mean, we had our specific songs for like walking down the aisle and first dance and that kind of stuff, but everything else was just a playlist. Yeah. But anyway, I really need to listen to "Please to Meet Me" because I'm pleased to yes. meet that album. Just that one. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's where I'm gonna start. Yeah, because those I, yeah, are my two that's... favorite songs on this playlist. Uh, and then probably go to who's Tim, by the way. I don't know who Tim is. Wow. If I still had that book, I might be able to tell you who Tim was. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm curious. Tim's a great album. There's a lot of good ballady stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like the the song Bastards of Young off of there. But yeah, I'm definitely going tomorrow to listen to Please to Meet Me because I I really want to hear the rest of it. Oh, nice. Awesome. So we we had some, some misses and we had some some really high peaks on this which I, which i have to say is characteristic of the replacements so to some degree i believe i've done my job yeah 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 totally they were real drunk on the first song and the last song but everything in between they did it perfectly <laughs> <laughs> um ooh, ooh, where do i want to go here three no 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 three come on danny four Ooh, I really love Alex. 4.5. Who did I give 4.5? I gave Sleater I Kenny 4.5. Yeah, I was thinking this is a strong 4.2. This is 4.6. I like this more than Sleater Kenny. Oh, my heart hurts. I mean, it's one decimal point. Yeah, but two of the songs suck to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked all of the Sleater Kenny songs. Yeah. All right. 4.5. They're tied. Okay. I like this. This is good. I will live with that. I will live with that. Yeah. This is really good. I'm, uh, I'm a little, a little bummed with myself that I never listened to them and I'm mad at myself for selling that record. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if only to put your kids through college. (laughs) It's not like I sold it. Like I said, I sold it to buy more records. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming back, Lindsay. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I always have fun. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay will be back soon for a band that I said earlier, and maybe I'll bleep it. I think I will bleep it because that'll be fun. Yeah. But anyway, thanks, everyone, for listening. Go listen to The Replacements. Listen to that version of Can't Hardly Wait with the Horns. It's real good. Okay, uh, bye. some more replacements over the last week or so since we recorded this episode. Lindsay and I are going to have to have a talk.